0: it's so good to be with you and happy Bishop of Boots or St. Albertus Magnus or if you live in the United States happy St. Albert the Great Feast Day and what a beautiful day it is to celebrate this patron saint of this wonderful parish community. As I reflected on the readings and this very important feast day in the life of our parish One of St. Albert's famous quotes came to mind. Listen to it. It's just one sentence long, two sentences. The whole world is indebted to Jesus for his suffering. Similarly, all of us are indebted to Our Lady for her compassion. Now, I want you to hold on to two of the key words that are in this quote, and they are suffering and they are compassion. Seems like important topics today, doesn't it? Have you uh, felt that and gone through that as we've gone through this COVID pandemic? Um, So what I want us to do is to examine these two thoughts and find inspiration. We need encouragement today. We need to be inspired personally and as a parish during these COVID times that we're living in. Two thoughts, thought number one, Did St. Albert the Great suffer? And if so, how did he deal with it? Well, let me say this as I begin. I am so sorry for all of the additional personal suffering each of you have had to endure this year, especially if you've lost a loved one due to COVID. I am honest with you when I say that it breaks my heart, truly, when I see you suffer because as your shepherd I love you with all my heart see I like to lead you beside the still waters but yet I recognize that we must also be led through the valley of the shadow of death so both of them are very important as a shepherd well St. Albert had a perfect life he never suffered well that's not true Uh, suffering was a great part of his life he endured many things over the course of, of this day, such as when he was young, a massive earthquake, being assigned when he was a bishop to a position that he did not want to take, the loss of his closest friend and confidant, whom we know as St. Thomas Aquinas, and he received massive criticism for those who disagreed with his voluminous writing. He, he wrote massive amounts. He was so intellectual, a massive way, and he had many critics. He was constantly answering the critics. But his greatest act of suffering was not those things. His greatest act of suffering came at the end of life. Just three years before he died, while in the middle of a lecture at the University of Cologne, he lost full use of his memory and it never returned to him. Now think about it. What could be more difficult for a fantastically brilliant mind than dementia? Can you think of anything? I can't. I really can't. How did he deal with it? Well, the answer is found in one of his little famous books. It's called On Leaving God. On leaving, no, not on leaving God. Let's put a C in front of leaving. I think that's the way it's supposed to be. On cleaving to God. That sounds better, doesn't it? We don't want to run away from God. So many people today, when they experience suffering, they say, Well, God doesn't exist. There is no God. God doesn't care. He's gone. Not true. Not true. Uh, and St. Albert had figured that out. But what we're called to do is cleave to God, meaning hold on to Him as tightly as we can. Listen to some of the courses that St. Albert took when he was enrolled at Jesus' School of Suffering. Cleave freely, confidently, and firmly to God alone. Commit oneself to God in all circumstances, whatever that may be. Bear trials, love God, and pray. Now actually, these are some of the titles of the chapter of this little book called On Cleaving to God and I would highly suggest that you read it it's 40 pages long but he was so intellectual it might feel like 4,000 pages before you get through it but that's okay that's he he really had it figured out and you can go to the internet and it's free of charge to read it but there is no doubt I can't imagine a greater sacrifice that St. Albert made uh, in his life. But there's no doubt that he endured tremendous suffering in life. But he also learned something. This is a lesson that we all have to learn. It's one of the most unavoidable challenges that we'll ever experience in life. And it's going to determine, in large respect, how that we live out the rest of our life. And this is it. St. Albert learned that in all things, whether it be good, bad, good things, or bad things, cleave as tightly as possible to God. Now that is an insight. The second thought is this. How is our beloved parish doing at being compassionate during these challenging times? reminds me of what we just heard in today's gospel reading. In other words, how are we using the talents that God has entrusted to us in order to show compassion to other people? Remember this, people of God. You are a child of God, and as a disciple or follower of Jesus, we are called to be a people of compassion to a world that is hurting, a world that is suffering. That is a big part of our mission and what we are. So as I move into this point, I'd like to give you, share with you a couple of St. Albert compassionate examples. One is we've got the blood drive going on today. There's no greater gift than than the gift of life, is there? And also the Thanksgiving baskets. We're going to have, there's thanks to you, there are going to be 92 families this year that are going to have a warm, healthy, and hearty Thanksgiving dinner on their table that's compassion isn't it and the shelves at the St. Vincent de Paul kitchen are going to be more stocked with good things during a period of time when people are in great financial distress and great need for the basic things of life here's another good one that took place very simple but a very profound one each staff member had a gift bag that was put in their inbox this week and on the tag was written this, we can't mask our gratitude. Thank you for all that you do. Isn't that cool? Isn't that thoughtful? Isn't that kind? Uh, it's one of those pick-me-up kinds of things. See, you have to remember that staff need to be encouraged as well. And we all need to be encouraged. But I, I thought, wow, that, is, that made my day. So let me share with you right now The approach that has evolved amidst the staff, the parish pastoral council, the finance council, and the school board as we strive to keep ourselves accountable to being good, compassionate stewards of all that God has given us here at St. Albert the Great during these pandemic times. St. Albert the Great has been given a lot. And what Jesus say? To much who has been given much is required right and so uh, what it is it's a three step approach to compassionate ministry that we've developed and the way it works is it starts with step one and then as things change as the circumstances improve it goes to step two as things get better it goes to step three so it's a three phase process what are those three steps at St. Albert the first one is to react react I don't know about your life, but if I had to guess, I'd say it's in a state of constant change. And it's no different in the church as well. And our first priority at the parish since the 1st of March and probably through the end of spring 2021 has been to deal with circumstances as soon as they occur. Every week there's something new that we have to deal with here think about it think of all the ministries that have have been changed or revised or put on hold it's every everything that we do has been touched by COVID ever since March and will continue to do so for a while next week's challenge is this we just got a letter from the archbishop on Friday Um, they are creating expanded buffer zones in the school this is a big deal but isn't that a mouthful uh, when you think about it? When I read that, it's like I don't even know what he's talking about. i got to open the letter and read what is an expanded buffer zone, you know? But that's, the kind, that's what we're living with. And next week, we're going to react to that. We're going to manage that. Now, why do we do that? Well, reacting is very important because it keeps the parish on a solid footing, a solid foundation. The benedictine word for that is stabilio, or it sounds like stability, doesn't it? That's what it is. And stability is very important, especially in difficult times when everything is topsy-turvy. It's very important if you want to have a sense of confidence and security in what you're going through in life. Now let me say this. As as stewards of this wonderful parish, I'm talking about you right now, you have done a marvelous job, a fantastic job at keeping stability in our parish. So as Gomer Powell and Father Dave like to say, thank you, thank you, thank you for your generosity and your stewardship. It keeps us solid, just sort of like this piece of granite right here. The second step is to reboot. Now, there's coming a point. We know that a vaccine is coming sometime uh, soon, and in, the, in some part of spring, it'll be available to many, many people. But once the, that has taken place and social distancing guidelines begin to be relaxed, we will go through a next process of compassionate ministry And that is to restart many of the ministries that we've had to put on hold or to change. I'll be honest with you. I can't wait. I truly can't wait until we get the all clear sign that they say you can hug somebody, that you can shake a hand. See, we're community. We're not solitary people. Church is not solitary. We're not a solitary people by any means, we're community. And we're brothers and sisters in Christ and we love each other and so it's only natural that we would want to share our affection for our brothers and sisters in life I can't wait till that takes place and we've also begun the rebooting planning process we're already currently focusing on how to restore so many of the things that we've had to put on hold and deal with the crisis And uh, what a wonderful thought that is uh, as we think about going into mid-2021. The final step is to recharge. Recharge. We're going to eventually, probably sometime mid to late 2021, we're going to get what is a picture of the new normal. It's not going to be the old normal, but it's going to be different. And we're going to have a, a really good idea of what that looks like by then and when we do we're going to launch the compassionate ministry of recharging the parish family through small group communities through mid-sized group communities uh, we desperately need that i when I we have when I go to some meetings here uh and there's 15 people in the room some of them are 30 feet away from me You know how how hard it is to be in contact with somebody when they're 30 feet away from you? Well, I understand why we have to do it. Um, That makes sense right now. But I can't wait until we can pull the table together. And then we can gather together as community. And the leadership of the church is telling us right now that one of the greatest challenges facing the church as we begin to exit COVID is to deal with all of the stressors that you have had to deal with in your life. It's going to be massive, they tell us. Financial stresses, emotional stresses, spiritual stresses, mental stresses. So many things that our minds and our bodies have had to endure. And the church, as a, as a bastion of compassion, is going to be called to step up and to meet this huge need. And that's called recharging recharging you and we're already in the initial planning phases of this it's really encouraging to me to see how our leadership base is already collaborating on how we can be a more compassionate community when we begin to exit from COVID and yes we will exit from COVID. I'd like to leave you with two thoughts for reflection this morning. First of all, everybody here, everybody, period, is suffering right now. We know that. And the question for you is, are you cleaving as tightly as you can to God? The second thing is this. If you feel the parish community has not reached out to you enough during these pandemic times, I want to offer my apologies to you and to say that this is new territory for us as well, and that we're trying to do the best we can and always improve what it is we're doing. So if you have an idea, I would invite you to share that idea with one of the staff. God bless all of you, and have a wonderful St. Albert the Great Feast Day.